0: now last summer I paid a visit to Home Tree the environmental and biodiversity charity based in Anna I met up with their engagement and education officer Ray O'Fullu as I was curious to find out more about Home Tree which began in a small community garden project in winter of 2014 and since then has planted over 30,000 pioneer trees while hundreds of people have contributed time and resources to the vision of incorporating more trees into the Irish landscape it was clear to me that what had begun as a tree planting charity had grown into a much bigger project so I recently headed out to Home Tree again where I met up with Ray and the Clare singer-songwriter Susan O'Neill. We chatted about what Home Tree has been up to over the past six months or so, their Wild Atlantic Rainforest project and Susan's upcoming gig to raise funds for Home Tree. I was a free
1: bird sailing through the black and starry sky I was a red
2: my name is Rayo Folu. I work here at Home Tree in Ennis Diamond. We're here up in the top of our headquarters, which is 16 acres, just outside the town. You can see the old woods of the falls there and the Ina River wetlands and Lahinch Hinch just behind me. Yeah, lot's changed since you were here last, Alan. Four new staff members. We've kind of expanded the nursery by a multiple of five. There's a couple of new tunnels being built now in the next month or two. A couple of new sheds on the site. We have acquired a couple of new sites for the rainforest project, which is ongoing. That's our big kind of flagship project at the moment. It's to ultimately to create or restore 4,000 acres of of habitat in the west of Ireland with a focus on woodland creation, but also peatland rewetting. And You know, the, the, a big theme in that project. We'll own some of the land, but really we we want to be a facilitator for farmers to, to benefit from doing those same things that align with our objectives here, which is creation of permanent native woodland. So that's uh, that project's going well. There's, there's good support from the public, but certainly we need more. You know, these sites are upwards of a million euros, some of them. But, uh, no, look, things are flying at Home Tree and we're delighted for you to be out and uh, delighted Susan got in touch about about this gig. The last time you were here, I was saying, like, our support has always been... Kind of grassroots and community based and it's it 's just amazing when someone like Susan who's living in the community gets in touch and says, "I want to help out it's yeah we're delighted to get calls like that It sounds like it's all been progression so over the last six seven months, maybe even beyond your expectations. the growth is crazy like it's scary actually sometimes you know. Matt told me about the wage bill there recently. And it's just like No <laughs> You're glad you don't have to deal with that side of things. <laughs> Thankfully they leave me off. <laughs> but uh it's it I suppose you just have to back that you're you're doing the right thing and you'll keep attracting the right kind of support. So but yeah, growth has been absolutely prolific. But I think we're we're tapping into something. There's a there's an emerging awareness and a need in society generally that uh Things aren't right in relation to biodiversity and climate, and and uh, and certain things in agriculture need to change. And we're hoping to offer some bit of a solution. And it's great. I, I heard just a fantastic story. Yesterday I was over in Doolin, we were doing some tree planting for the hedge school and um, Finian, who runs our workdays here on Saturdays, we we run a voluntary workday here, um, first and third Saturday of every month. And he said it's amazing recently how the, the people showing up have changed. A bit. Like the original groups who were showing up were kind of people in their 20s, maybe the climate generation. And he said in recent weeks there's been loads more farmers in their 40s and 50s and they said I'm interested in what you're doing, I want to make changes on the home farm. And I'd heard about you and yeah, here to learn. So,
0: brilliant to hear that all that's happening. And can you tell us a bit more about the Wild Atlantic Rainforest Project? The, uh, you said, said it's, it's how long has that been underway?
2: Oh, I suppose it's we we launched it just before Christmas, and uh, yeah, there's a total funding requirement of around twelve million. Uh, got our first flagship site up in Galway. Um, We've a new site in Sligo. You know, even these sites of two and three hundred acres, as I was saying, they're they're really expensive and we're not for various reasons going down the road of selling carbon credits with this project. We we, we haven't found a formula in that area to make us feel at ease with doing it we feel that in some ways it's just facilitating business as usual you know sell a company carbon credits and then they don't necessarily change because they said well we've covered that so like that makes that certainly makes funding harder we're trying to show people that it's worth investing in biodiversity worth investing in ecological restoration worth investing in supporting communities to do the same things and it's it's a more nuanced sell and it's more difficult as i said there's like the generosity of people is huge, but so is the so are the bills. And given everything you've explained there, that is very much a long, long-term project. Yeah, we've given ourselves four years. Now, look, we've had really good discussions with um, with certain departments in government, and we're we're really confident that we're going to get the support we require, especially in terms of the agri-environmental, in terms of working with farmers, working with communities. Um, I think that side will be supported. The capital expenditure, the site purchases, it's harder for government to support them for obvious reasons. And, and as I said, we don't have a, a vested interest as an organisation. We're a not-for-profit, we're a charity in owning land. But it's really useful to own land in, in the areas we work, small amounts of land, because they kind of function as hubs. Like we have one hub in Milton Malby in a townland called Eilan. It was one of the first sites we bought. And from that we designed a, a, an agri environmental project called the Farm Forest Project and we were able to work with 12 of our neighbours. And so from this one little hub of, of 15 acres we actually facilitated almost 100 acres of native woodland creation on surrounding farms. So anyway yeah, the, the point being, it, those hubs, those sites that we own are really important but they're probably the hardest thing to fund.
0: Gone, now you hold it, now it's gone. Susan, I get you to uh, tell us all who you are.
3: I'm a singer-songwriter person from County Clare.
0: Full well, sure you're going to say extraordinaire there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll say extraordinary.
0: <laughs> <Extraordinaire>. <laughs> Thank you, Susan. Can you tell us a bit about how you became involved with Home Tree or your, your link to it?
3: Well, the link is just—it's only—it's only basically a very. This is the start, and uh, I've always. Uh, absolutely felt a huge draw in connection to trees. I've always uh, felt very drawn to a forest as a place to go and I, I think that um, as as a growing awareness is, is uh, emerging in Ireland for the fact that there's problems going on, I'm one of those people that feels the overwhelm of like, what can you actually do? And I just think that be, like charities like home tree and what they're doing they're offering a chance for anybody what whether it's you can I don't know what to do I don't know um, the knowledge about the plants and the trees I, I I just know that they make me feel good and they're important but I can sing that's what I love to do and and everyone can give what they do they can do something if all it is is talking to someone in a cafe or a pub about it maybe you can offer money maybe you can offer your voice or your time and that's that's basically it I just think that if if enough people talk about about it and and, uh, jingle jangle as we were saying earlier. Um, we we start to realise uh, it can be done and it can be fixed, and we we need to do this now. Like this, this is it's it's a now thing, um, and I'm feeling that very urgently, as are a lot of people. And another thing about home tree is that it's just empowering. Again, it's not about the guilt of trying to offset the thing you did that was bad or offset carbon. It's actually no, this is worth doing because it's worth doing, not because you've done something else that might be damaging. And and the more we reconnect with that, I think. Um, I think the happier we'll be as well as people which is a whole other conversation <laughs> again but I do think it leads to more joy in, and pride in your land and where you live and I have a lot of that, I think Claire's Like, of course I'm biased, but I think it's one of the most beautiful counties and we have everything here. We have the lakes, we have mountains, we have seas, we have trees and forests and flowers and beautiful animals and we have to protect it. We have to become custodians of the land again.
0: Do you feel that, like, uh, people of your age, of your generation, are more kind of eco-environmentally conscious and do want to do something but they're put off by the kind of how overwhelming it might feel before you do anything kind of think well where do I begin what how do I start but if they can get beyond that get in contact with a charity like Home Free they can start being proactive about it.
3: I think that's exactly uh, the thing that's going on at the moment. Is uh, And what's, what's really, really uh, upsetting for younger people is that they're kind of landed with something that they didn't actually create, and it's not by their design. But also for people of previous generations, you know, they've been led a certain way. and I, I don't think it's not a time to point any blame but absolutely a time exactly to look at the people who educated themselves who've who are doing it in a very healthy and wholesome way like home tree uh, buying the land planting it in you can come if 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 what you could just come on a day i'm going to plant a birch now today i have only ever planted one tree before and it was a it was an oak a couple of years ago this is going to outlive me. and is,
0: so the oak, is the oak tree growing well?
3: I actually must go back and back. It's been a while. We, we don't all have the same tasks or, or skill sets and we can all gather them together though and make better than some of the parts individually.
0: Ray mentioned that you contacted them about uh, getting involved and also about the gig. Can you tell us about the gig?
3: Yeah, so this is just one of the little things, I suppose I I like to make music, I like to draw out as many people that want to come into a room and uh, sing songs, uh, miserable and also some happy songs uh, about uh, various themes and uh, so I'm going to do a gig in Kenny's, one of my favourite bars, it's my local and, um, and all the proceeds are going to Home Tree and you know I don't know how much it will or won't be but it's it's doing something and that's the most important thing and it's talking about it and and if anybody's interested in, in coming out it's on the 16th of February I think that's a Thursday night is it and uh, it'll be in Kenny's Pub in Hinch and you can get tickets uh, via the Kenny's page and I'll have a full band with me that night there'll be four of us so loads, loads of sound loads of tunes
2: You were the Burns Got Spines?
3: Yeah I've
1: heard it So like they yeah.
2: They assumed the Scots pine went extinct in Ireland a couple of hundred years ago and then they did this girl, Jenny Roach, an academic from Trinity. Was, they were, it's a fascinating process. They, they they were pulling mud cores from the bottom of a lake and testing the pollen in the mud to be like, is there hazel pollen? Is And they can see on the layers of mud over the years what trees have been in the area and they were like... The scots pine never disappeared here for thousands of years they be, so they worked out that there's one population that never went extinct so this is the progeny of one of them trees um, just up the road it's a beautiful site to visit it actually looks kind of like i think uh, african savannah because you've got like low hazel scrub and then every so often like one scots pine sticking up it's really cool so, uh, so is. you were saying, Susan, that uh, you planted one tree before. So this can yes. be your second one, and the birch <laughs> can be your third. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think here is a good place for it. Okay. Uh, so all really, all you need to do is, with that, dig a little hole approximately this size. Okay,
3: straight in. Yeah, the... straight in. Alrighty, avoid the docks, thankfully. Yeah.
2: I, uh... So
0: Ray, what do you have to consider in terms of where you plant the, uh, the the tree? It's kind of on the edge of the hill here.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm putting it here, Alan. You see that the sea is right behind us, so there's a nice little gorse bush that'll give this tree. They can get kind of perished a little bit in the winter by the by the prevailing southwesterly winds so a little bit of protection is good the soil needs to be looked at you don't want to plant trees some places you don't want to plant trees in bogs you don't really want to plant trees where there's really nice wildflower meadows so um yeah there's a a few considerations there but uh generally most trees are fairly adaptable um some some are specialists uh, we, we have a good few alder planted on this side. They love real wet ground. If you plant it in dry, sandy soil, it's not going to do very well. Well done, Susan. Is
3: that a, okay?
1: Make,
2: it's magnificent. <laughs> now, there you go. I was
3: a
1: Onto the you the red light flashing on see by feeling now it's gone Feet on fertile stone So naive and free Now you see it Now it's gone Now you feed it Now it's gone Now you want it Now it's gone Now you miss it Now it's gone Gone. You miss it it's gone, you
0: see it. It's gone Wonderful Now You See It by Susan O'Neill finishing off that piece and my thanks to Susan and Ray Follow and the rest of the team at Home Tree for their time and inviting me out